So, um, so this morning, what I what I really want to do is I really want to finish chapter six, which uh, which is really like the um, the last of this really obsession with people using their money in an incorrect way and being involved in this uh, world that's all material. So I would really like to finish it and uh, and then we'll look at something from the Pasha. Okay, so it says, we in chapter 6, verse number 8. Chapter 6, verse 8, um, says, Ki yote... Yeah? Are you there? Okay. Ki... Can... Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Can we do this in... in, in... Oh, Yeah. Yep. about Avram Abba, Halevi. Yeah, that's what my boba whose yotzat was uh, earlier on this week. Okay, guys. Okay. He says, what's the advantage of a a chokham, a, a wise person, more than a foolish person? What advantage has the poor person got um, who knows how to just get on with his life? Um, so the, 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 the Rashi says, what really Rashi says is what's the what's the advantage that a, an intelligent a, a person who's a chokham has over a uh, a person who's a fool? Because at the end of the day, it's not about how how bright you are or how um, foolish you are, but really what it is about is about what you do with that which you have. Okay, Sev, says the um, the next pasuk tov mar e nayin mehaloch nefesh that it's tov mar e nayin that that which you see with your eyes is better mehalach nefesh from uh, from just uh, pursuing things that are physical because just pursuing things that are physical are just is simple is simply is futility and it, and it goes nowhere so um the torah tamima says something very interesting the torah tamima say quotes from the gomorrah in yomo the gomorrah says amar abaya so he says the following, he says, because, now I'm not sure if this means in a uh, allegorical sense or in a real sense, but he says that, that the, blind, the, the Gomorrah wants to propose that blind people do not get totally satisfied. Therefore, a person who's having a su'uda, some type of meal, you should eat it during the, um, during the day. And Rabbi Zaira says, how do you know that? Because of our apostle. Our apostle says, Tov mare enayim. That it's better to, uh, to see things than, than, to, than to just uh, have, uh, to pursue things which you can't really see what is happening. So there, um, the, on, on this is really something important. Rashi says to us, Tov mare enayim. Tov haya v'huqshar l'zelirot oshro. L'mare enayim mimachal omishter ha'lech b'nafesh. So it's better for a person to be able to see and to enjoy the wealth and the brochas that they have than just to simply um, eat and, uh, and drink and, and just to kind of just enjoy in, and, uh, and, and just consume that which they have. The idea is to be able to see that which you have in order to be able to enjoy it. And um, the, the Rabbeinu Bechaya and this is really where we're going to go into the parsha as well, as a, just a bit of a deviation. The Rabbeinu Bechayi um, quotes the, um, the, the, the Torah later on in Dvarim, 
But the, the Torah later on in Devarim is that Hashem took us, took us out of Mitzrayim and took us through the desert for those 38 years in the desert. Why did He take us for those 38 years through the desert? In order to test us, in order to afflict us in some way, in order to give us that which would be good at the end of that process. So it says the Rabbeinu Bechayim, what does it mean Laman Anotcha, to afflict us? And the Rabbeinu Bechayim says that what that he's talking about is it's talking about the manna, the man, that the man itself was an affliction. So now that's very, very difficult to understand and he asks himself the same question. He says the whole point of any, t- any tests and afflictions and difficulties that we went through whilst we were in the, uh, the Midbar, was just for, was for one reason alone, and that was to to um, to to accustom us to to the difficulties that can happen in our lives. So the difficulties that can happen in our lives were there for us in in the desert, where all the difficult things happened, was there to us to get used to these things until we actually went into a world of teva, into a world of nature, and in the natural world, we know how the natural world works that there's always challenges that come up. So why is it that the man is called an affliction. It doesn't make sense. So he says the reason why the Torah describes the people being fed man from heaven as a suffering, enduring the affliction of some sort, is to teach us, listen, this is an amazing concept, is that someone, when someone does not have a food supply for a number of days ahead, he's considered as enduring an affliction. So he's saying, you know, we had this whole thing before the lockdown, this whole freak out that everybody went to buy 50,000 tins of tuna and uh, sweet corn and all the other things that everybody bought in addition to all the toilet paper. Why? Because the concern and the worry of not having food and not having something in the cupboard for days ahead is considered an inuit. It's, it's, ter- uh, it's, a, it's a difficulty for people. And therefore, the fact that the supply of money was only sufficient for one day at a time and the people had to depend on HaKadosh Baruch Hu, on his goodwill on a daily basis was a serious discomfort, which is something quite amazing because we are, we are so privileged to be able, you know, I often like think about, um, we've got fridges, we've got tins, we've got things, we put things away and we keep them and our freezers are full, everything's got, so we don't really have to worry, we put it in inverted commas. Because we know that we've always got something. But when a person really has a, a fridge, and somebody told me, I think it was last week, about the fact that they went into somebody's house and they saw in their fridge they had nothing. Like mamish nothing. Um, I remember many years ago, when, I, when just after I, uh, we moved to Cape Town, this guy, I even remember his name, came, somehow found me at, uh, at the office where I was working. It was like quite strange. Um, and, he, and he told me that he had nothing. So, so I said to him, okay, you know, I'm happy to come and help you. And I went and I bought some food for him and, uh, and went to his house. He needed to lift home. He didn't have a car or anything. I w- went to his house and opened up the fridge. And inside the fridge, there was one polka. That's it. In his whole fridge. Which was quite intense and quite hectic. And that's what it's talking about here. It's, can you imagine, imagine that you eat your man. You've eaten the man. You're full. You're, everything's fine. You're 100% healthy. And the assumption is that you're going to get the money again the next day, but it's not there. So you can't see it. So he says, even the eating of such a limited food supply makes one conscious that there's nothing left when one has concluded one's meal. A fact which lessens one's enjoyment. Knowing that, you're not go- that you don't have more than that which you have is going to, it's going to it impinges on your ability to enjoy the food. Psychologically, he says, 
This is similar to the blind who cannot see what they eat and therefore do not enjoy it as much. Which is quite amazing. You know, I don't know if anybody's seen Kakit. Have you ever seen the Kakit like, videos on, uh, on Facebook? So Natalie and uh, Sarah, uh, Sarah loves it because it's all cake and so cake is like her thing. But um, the point is that it's, it's an unbelievable presentation of cake. She makes cakes into things that look real. And in all, all catering, we know it's all about how it looks. So he says that the more it looks good, the better it will taste. Peace of mind and therefore enjoyment of what one has in storage depends largely on one's ability to see and reassure oneself that one has no immediate worries. And this is what Kohelet says, and this is the passage that we just spoken. Tov mare nefesh. It's better what you can see from that which you, uh, which you think about and you imagine. So I think that that's an important point. The important point that then comes up is from the Parsha. And uh, in the Parsha this week, we see that Bnei Yisrael um, geez, uh, like mega complaints this week. What are they complaining? Firstly, we know that uh, Miriam dies. When Miriam dies, they lose the Be'er, they lose the well. And in losing the well, it's the whole story of Moshe Rabbeinu coming and hitting the rock the second, the, the, hitting the rock the second time. Um, it's a very complicated story because what Hashem actually asked him is not to hit the rock. He asked him to, uh, to, speak, to speak around the rock. That's the way the Nitziv explains. Really what he said, he was in trying to encourage Moshe Rabbeinu to teach Bnei Israel that when you need something, you've got a daven. And he hit the rock because he was very upset with Bnei Israel, And so therefore he lost that opportunity. But then it happens that now they've got water. They've got everything they need. Aaron Akoim dies. In whose merit were the Aranei covered. So Aaron Akoim dies. And what happens is Bnei Israel come to, to, to Moshe Rabbeinu. And they say to Moshe Rabbeinu, um, we are very upset. Why are we very upset? We are very upset because because our, um, our souls are suffering from this this man, which all the man did is that it just, um, it's kind of like, it was pure nourishment. So it, it, it just completely was sucked into their, into their beings. There was, they, they, they had no, they never had to go to the toilet. Because the, the man was so light that it got sucked totally into, the, into themselves. And they said, We don't have any bread and we don't have any water. So everybody says, tries to understand, what do you mean you didn't have bread or water? Obviously you had bread or water. We know that you had water because you had water from the, from the, from the, the rock that Moshe Rabbeinu had, given, had, had clapped it. Um, number one, and you had uh, and you had bread. You had the man. You had the man. So why is it that it was such a problem with them to have the man? So the Kliyakar says the following: that halechem um, the bread and the water that they had, that they had, hayu shneim ruchniim v'kalim. Both of them, the water and the and the bread, i.e., the man, were ruchniim. They were they were they were like physical manifestations of spiritual reality, right? It's, it's, it's miraculous water that comes out of a rock. You don't get that. And the man, we understand, is the man. So therefore, they were, because they're spiritual, they are very light. It says, and the things that are light are good for people. If you know, if you're resting and you're not doing anything, so you have something light to eat. But if you're traveling, you, it's tiring, you need to eat properly, you need to keep your energy up. When a person, when, when you have, um, when you're working hard, you've got to have solid food. Therefore, the Torah has told us 
that what Hashem, what Hashem said is that after that they're, they're on the border by the Yamsuf, they're on the border by the, by the Reed Sea, and they have to go around the, the area of Edom, because Hashem doesn't want them to fight with Edom. So they've got to go around, which means they've got a whole lot of traveling to go after 30 odd year, 38 years of traveling. They've got more traveling to do. They've got to go all the way around, and going all the way around, it's going to be a schlep for them. So therefore, they're saying, well, we're going to go travel on the derech. We don't want, on the, on the road, we don't want to have this light food. Amru, therefore, they said, There's no bread and there's no water. Why? These two spiritual foods of the water from the Be'er, the water from the, from the, the well, from the rock, and the man, they look and they seem as if they are nothing. And they're if as if they were nothing. Now, this is an unbelievable idea. You have this constant, you have these two blessings from Akkadish Baruch Hu of the ultimate level. You've got water that is a, a physical manifestation of Akkadish Baruch Hu's spiritual desire to give B'nai Israel water. And you have the man, which is the physical manifestation of Hashem's desire to give B'nai Israel food that will taste like anything they want. And will absolutely sustain them. It's the best thing you could possibly imagine. That every single bit of that food is um, absorbed into their body. And there's no waste whatsoever. And these things, say B'nai Israel, Shelo Hayu. It's as if they were not there. What does it mean? Is that our souls don't want this bread that just, just disintegrates. We want to see something. And that's what it means. This concept that we just saw here in Kohelet of this thing of Tov, Mar'e, and Naim. It's better that we see things. And I think that's something that uh, we often um, don't realize. Is that there are so many physical manifestations of Hashem's spiritual beneficence on us. That we sometimes don't see it. And because we don't see it, um, we call those things Lechem HaKlokel. We call those things the things that we shouldn't be calling them. We, we, we don't, we, 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 instead of praising them and recognizing what they are, we don't. Um, there's a very powerful idea that uh, I'm not, I, I, I felt a little bit uncomfortable, but, um, but I'm going to teach it because I think it's important. The Ben Yohayada um, says an unbelievable thing. He says that the importance, that the importance of seeing, how important it is to see, and he speaks about, he quotes the Gomorrah, uh, sorry, a Midrash. And the Midrash says the following. The Midrash says that there was an Arab king who was black and he stole Shkora and he had a black wife. Now, when it says black, Shkora, it either means that the color was black, which is, uh, which is just a color, but um, it could also mean that they were very ugly. Okay? So, uh, not because black is ugly. No, that's not what it means. It's just that's the terminology. So, I'm trying to PPC, but just hear it. So, the Yalda law, Ben Yafe. And they had this magnificent child. So, the father is ugly. The mother is ugly. All, you know, maybe it's just like skip the gene. You know, but, uh, and they have this beautiful child. So, Amal Rabbi Akiva. So, the king goes up to Rabbi Akiva and he says, Vadaize Mamze. It must be. I know how good looking I am or not good looking I am, and this child must be a mamza. Right? And I better kill him. Because it means that my wife had an affair with somebody else. So I'm a Lord Rabbi Akiva. So Rabbi Akiva says to him, listen to this. Do you have around your bed like pictures of, of uh, beautiful people? 
um, you know, artworks. So Amar Lohein, he said, yes, I do. So um, he says, um, Imkain bin Chahu, if that's the case, it's your child. Ela ishtecha nistakla b'shatash mishech ima b'oyset tzoris hayafos. Right, he says, but what happened is that whilst you and your wife were together, your wife was looking at the pictures. And because And in her mind, through her, through her seeing what she saw, she, she, she created this beautiful child because of what she was in her mind. And he said, where do you learn this from? You go learn this from the, from the, um, the things that Yaakov Avinu did. I don't know if you remember that Yaakov Avinu, when he's, um, he's sent by his father-in-law, um, his father, sorry, he wants to leave. So he wants to amass some type of wealth with his father-in-law. So what he does is he says to his father-in-law, separate certain, uh, certain um, goats and certain sheep, and he takes these, uh, these uh, pieces of wood and he, and he cuts them in, and the woods have got all the little dots on them, and, it's, and the way the Torah on a simple level um, says is that he, he puts these things in front of the uh, of the animals and when they see them and then when they mate with their with the uh, when the animals mate then because they've seen these um, the spotted parts on the makalok on these sticks therefore the 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 the, the, the babies what do you call the, the the babies that come out of the out of, out from those relations are, are also got are got spots and dots on them she says nimza and so therefore you see that what you see has an unbelievably massive impact on what happens in our lives, um, in, in that which we create, in that which we do. And uh, I thought that was just an interesting thing to understand, that sometimes we don't see the koachamare, we don't see this power of, our, of what we see, and that's why he says, Tov mare enayim halach nefesh that 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 which we see has such a deep impact on us more than the things that we um, that we just strive for. Sometimes we have to have physical pictures of things, and um, that's why there is this idea of having you know pictures of uh, great people in houses, and you know it's, uh, all that's difficult in the world that we live in because um, the images that we are exposed to and that our children are exposed to are not always the purest. Um, I don't know, I know I'm battling with that, you know, how, what, what, do you, what do you show and what don't you show, and it's really not easy, but it is a challenge and something we have to think about and find a way to deal with it. Okay, so let's carry on. So it says the next Pasuk, Ma Nikra Shemo. Ma whatever was, Kfar Nikra Shemo, its name has already been given. Venoda Sheru. Adam, and it's known that that person is Adam. The law yuchal ladin im shetakif mimenu, and uh, a person is unable to to um, to contend with or to fight with that which is stronger than him. And uh, so, what does it mean? So Rashi says, what does it mean? We're talking about a person that um, a person who's got unbelievable. That a person got all these things that they're able to use and they've attained great fame and then all these things says the Kohelet that already was established many many years ago. There's no that many, at the beginning of time when Akadosh Baruch Hu created the world, he created this this person called Adam, Adam Arishon, and Adam Arishon contains within him every single aspect of every single human being and every um, 
choice that every human being is going to have. And because every human being has already been, so to speak, established, there's nothing new. And since there's nothing new, we have to understand that uh, there's, no, there's no way that we are either even able, says Kohelet, to, to, um, to vanquish our ultimate end. And our ultimate end is what? Our ultimate end is where we pass on, taken by the Malachim And so therefore, he says, we need to be careful in the next Pasuk, because we have to be careful. There are lots of things that we speak about, we talk about, um, and we, we engage with, but uh, what value is that to us if ultimately we are all going to um, find ourselves in contact with the, with the, with the Malach HaMavis? And therefore he says, and then that's how we're going to finish in the last passage of Vav. Who knows what is good? For, uh, for the best for a person to do in their lives. Because the truth is that we know that we learn, we, we speak about this in the Rosh Hashanah Davani, that uh, the lives are, of, of us are short and they're like, they're like shadows. And uh, the, um, the Gomorrah wants to understand what type of shadows are there. And uh, the Gomorrah says that there are two types of shadows. There's the shadows that are made by trees and walls and the shadows that are made from cloud, by clouds. And the shadows of trees and walls are much more static. They don't move and they're much more long-lasting. But the shadow of clouds are shadows that, uh, that are constantly being pushed by the wind. And what, are, what is it that uh, when it says that we are like, we are like um, these clouds, that, we, that we, we, don't have much, we don't have much to do, um, sustainability in our lives, the, our, our, our days are katsel, katsel, we like shadows. What does it mean? Says, uh, so most of the Mepharshim explain that it's the shadows of the clouds. That our day, that we don't, we don't always establish that which we need to do. And if that's the case, Who's going to tell what the future holds for a person under the sun? Who's going to tell what our future is? Who's going to say where we're going to be spending and ultimately find, our, find ourselves and therefore explain the, um, the Matsudas David that's why the next part, the next chapter, which is such a beautiful chapter, um, um, starts with Tov Shemi Tov. That a good name is better. My Bobo always used to say that's actually interesting. We're doing it in a memory. Tov Shemi Shemin Tov. A good name is better than good oil. And the day of a person's passing is better than the day of his birth. But what it means, says uh, say all the Mafarshim, that because our lives are, uh, are these shadows that pass like the clouds, Therefore, there's one thing that we have to work on, and the most fundamental thing that we have to work on, and that is the legacy that we leave. And the legacy that we leave is the shame tov, is this good name that we strive to, we strive to achieve. And so, Bezrat Hashem, um, we have now finished uh, Kohelet chapter 6. Chastah Hashem really is good to be able to finish another chapter, and we will start, please God, next week with Kohelet chapter 7. Um, I'm happy to work through the uh, school holidays if everybody else is. Um, I, think, I don't think there's any reason not to because um, no one's going away. So if you guys are happy with that, let's go. We'll carry on. So we'll start on Friday and we'll carry on chapter seven and try and finish what I really would love to do if we can. And that's why I'm going a little bit faster is to try and finish this whole thing by, um, by, by Sukkot and we can make a proper seum in someone's Sukkot, please God. Okay, guys, have a beautiful day. Have a beautiful Shabbos. Um, thank you, Rob. That was amazing. Thank, thank you. Thank Shabbos. you. And God bless. Thank you. Good Shabbos. 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 Good